these words, with great power comes great responsibility. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Robots, Aliens, and Wizards. I'm your host, Kama Barber, and welcome to episode... 16. <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting, but this is episode 16 of this podcast. If you're unfamiliar with the title of this podcast, uh, the title Robots, Aliens, and Wizards is a line from the TV series Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where Falcon and the Winter Soldier are talking to each other, and they say, as the Avengers, they always face the three same threats, which is robots, aliens, or wizards. So I thought that would be a good title for this podcast, as I talk about superheroes a lot of the time. But then I just talk about movies and TV shows in general. And hopefully one day I can talk about some other things, more personal things. I did get, I did get a little personal with yesterday's, ep- or not the last episode where I talked about my problems with the Marvel movies. And this episode's going to go along with that a lot. Because you've already seen the title of this episode where I'm going to be talking about DC versus Marvel. Which one is better? That's not, honestly not what I'm going to talk about because... I don't think either one is better than the other. I just think there's pros and not necessarily pros or cons, but there are good things and maybe some less good things about each of them. So that's what I want to talk about today because sometimes when I share my I should opinions, some people get a little frustrated because you know I have strong opinions about it, but in today's episode, and like I said, I've said this before, like I want this podcast just to be real. And not just like me being super biased and like try to make good content for everyone. I want to be real. But today, I'm going to die like die down on like, I'm not going to go super deep into my opinions. Because I love both DC and Marvel. I would say equally. Very equally. And I'm just going to be talking about that today. And I'm going to get into specifics on why I think, let's say, Marvel is better than DC in some ways. And how DC is better than Marvel in some ways. So... Again, like the last episode, if you like hearing someone rant, I'm, I'm probably going to rant a little bit. This is definitely the episode for you. But first, before I jump in, the best way to support this channel is to please follow and leave a review. That would mean so much to me. As I, I'm trying to branch out this and like promote this podcast more and more, I'm looking for sponsorships at this time. I got a few potential sponsors, which is so exciting, and I'm so excited because through those sponsors and through people people like that and companies, this podcast can grow more, like just keep growing. And it has grown so much and it has been the greatest thing ever. And like I say in every episode, that's not the reason why I wanted to make this podcast, you know, to be the best podcast in the world. You know, that'd be awesome. But I made this podcast just for me to be able to talk about the things I love. And the two of the, well, some of the biggest things I love is DC and Marvel. <laughs> so... Again, for the best way to support this channel, so please follow, leave a review, and follow me on Instagram at the Robots, Aliens, and Wizards podcast. As I post some things like Marvel news, spoiler not necessarily spoilers, but leaks and things like that. So if you want to be up to date on certain things like that, follow me there at the Robots, Aliens, and Wizards podcast on Instagram. So first, I'll, I'll probably just jump into my personal life on why I what my feelings are personally about this topic, DC versus Marvel. But first, the biggest, one of the biggest pet peeves I have is when people don't really know the difference between the two. 
between DC and Marvel. I don't know who it was, but someone was like, why didn't we see Batman in Avengers? And I wanted to shoot my brains out. <laughs> I just... I know some people just don't know, but it's just a little frustrating sometimes. And my, my family used to be like that, but I've helped them watch these movies and encourage them, and now a lot of them really like it. Like my brother, for example, he had never really, you know, wanted, he started watching, he never really watched them, but I slowly started to get him into it. And then I recommended Ant-Man to him, like for him to watch. He's like, Ant-Man? That sounds so stupid. And I was like, dude, just trust me, just watch it. And he watched it and he absolutely loved it. And so he's like, I'll listen to you now from now on. And now he's watched pretty much everything in all the TV shows. And him and I talk so much about it. And that definitely uh, encouraged me to start this podcast as I can just talk about it so much more, you know, and go more into depth with this podcast. But when we're talking about let's just say superheroes in general with Marvel and DC, I think there are, there's like a Mount Rushmore of superheroes. So like in real life, there's four heads on Mount Rushmore. I don't remember what heads there are. I should look that up. But I feel like there's four superheroes that are the face, the faces of all superheroes. I think Superman is the face of all superheroes when everyone thinks of a superhero they think of superman they just they just think of superman and then when you think of marvel i think spider-man he is the man he is marvel he he is marvel and with when you think of dc this is what i want people to know just you think of batman i think batman and spider-man are the faces of their universes and superman is the face of all superheroes. But like I said with Mount Rushmore, there's four heads. So I think the four heads of that will be Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, and I've heard a lot of people say Captain America, as he's one of the very first superheroes, like just along, along with Superman and Batman, but I think it's either between Captain America or Iron Man. I don't know, let me know what you think, if you agree with me. How Superman is the face of all superheroes, Batman and Spider-Man are the face of their universes. Just let me know. But now with, let's just go into a little bit more technical terms. Whenever I talk to someone about what their favorite like universe is, DC or Marvel, I rarely hear someone say DC. They're always saying Marvel, which with me in my life, I personally like DC better. And I know that's triggers some people, but this is why. Um, well, I'll be getting into that. But pretty much Marvel, with the Marvel movies and characters and Avengers, Marvel is just by far more relatable. It really is. Like these, we can really connect with these characters. And, and I, you know, people say Marvel all the time because we've grown, we've seen for the last 15 odd years of just Marvel movies and content coming out year after year. So many of us, of people my age, I'm 22 now, we just grew up with these movies. And so that's why people like Marvel generally more. And DC has been a little disappointing on the movie front, to be honest. But DC really is, it's darker. It is by far more dark than Marvel. And Marvel definitely can get dark at certain points. 
in comics, movies, you know. But DC is different in the sense that its characters aren't as relatable. Because DC's main characters are just pretty much like godlike beings, like Superman. Superman, Flash, Green Lantern, they are just like godlike beings and they're not as relatable. Which makes the two so different, but also unique in those different ways. And of course there's characters in DC that are more relatable. Maybe Batman. Well, not many people can relate to him because he's an orphan and he's a billionaire. But there are other people in DC that people can relate to. But there are people in Marvel that we can't really relate to, like Vision, for example, you know? So there's difference. There's pros and cons for each. But with with DC, DC by far has the best animated films and TV series. I did a movie. Uh, not, not I didn't do a movie. I did an episode of this podcast on a DC animated movie called Batman Under the Red Hood. If you haven't listened to that, you should go check it out. I love that movie, and I think that movie is an absolute masterpiece. A lot of my friends, when they like... I'm trying to encourage them to watch these like animated movies. They're like, animated? Are you kidding me? But really, these movies aren't for young audiences, to be honest. Like, truthfully, they're rated, they're PG-13, and most of the time are these movies. Not necessarily for swearing, but for violence. And they're heavy. And just like I said, DC is far darker than Marvel is. And I think with these animated movies, um, DC is able to take so much source material from the comics and be able to visualize it on screen. And so many of these movies have to do with murder, just psychopaths, you know, like a lot of the Batman villains are psychopaths and they murder people and it really does visualize it very well. But some of the other TV series of DC that I think are incredible and that I grew up with is one Young Justice, which is actually still coming out with episodes now. Justice League Unlimited, which is what I grew up with. And that's why that's part of the reason why I love DC so much. And I think one of the best animated just superhero shows of all time, Batman the Animated Series. These just animated movies and TV shows are just so incredible. And they are so, so underappreciated. A lot of times, my favorite thing, like how I rate a movie, is just how rewatchable it is. And sometimes, you know, I, I get sick of Marvel movies, you know, because I've seen it a bunch of times. I know exactly what's going to happen, you know. But I never get sick of these DC animated movies. And if you're, you are interested in watching some of these movies, all of these movies, are, for the most part, are on HBO Max. So if you have HBO Max, go check them out. They're really awesome. They're not very long. Most of the time, they're like an hour 15, an hour 20. There's a couple that are longer or they're in two parts. You know, there's two separate movies. But go check them out. They're amazing. But my first interaction that I had with Marvel is that I can remember is just seeing Iron Man in theaters. And that came out in like 2008. And I, I was eight then. I don't think an eight-year-old should have gone and see that movie, but I remember I was on, like, the very front row, which is the worst seat in the movie theater, and we were, like, on the end, too. I'm, I'm pretty sure I went and saw that with my older oldest sister, um, but I was, like, cranking my neck the whole time just looking up at the screen. I just remember I thought it was so cool, and then a bunch of people from my, like, elementary school had seen it, and we just all loved it. 
But you know, you don't know, with a heavy movie like that where it relies a lot on dialogue and the story, eight-year-old doesn't pick up much. And so that's why I liked it. I thought Iron Man was awesome, but the things that stuck with me are these animated DC projects. Like I said, like Justice League Unlimited or Batman the Animated Series. That's what I watched religiously as a kid. And that's what stuck me so much to this universe. Because now with more of a comic background, I kind of talked about this in my last episode. In my last episode, I talked about my problems with the Marvel movies. Because we all know that some of these DC movies are not very good. (laughs) But Marvel has done a great job creating this universe. But especially right now, and in the the Marvel movies, and honestly in the comics too, Marvel's kind of all over the place. Because with the, the Marvel movies and TV series right now, they're relying, they're just jumping really, really deep, and I think a little too deep, into like the multiverse. I think it's just getting a little out of hand and it's confusing if you want to hear more about what i think about that go listen to my last episode but i feel like dc has always done a better job with that you know there's they're similar to dc you know if marvel came out with like the multiverse and it's a great concept dc's gonna steal it you know or i don't know who started it you know but i feel like dc has always had a better handle on that and especially with these movies that are coming out they're not all great but they're they're good in their own way and i don't think they're getting out of hand like marvel is with this multiverse you know i just feel like dc is less complicated but i feel like it also gets a little overhated because i you know i think it just gets a little overhated because people that the only things people know about let's say batman is they only know him from, like, the Dark Knight movie. You know, and they fell in love with Christian Bale as the Dark Knight. And so when they saw Ben Affleck as Batman in Batman vs. Superman, they instantly hated him. Because they're like, that's not my Batman. That's not Christian Bale. You know, just because with Marvel, we haven't seen different, like, replacements. We saw Mark Ruffalo um, take over the role as Hulk because Edward Norton first played him in the incredible hulk movie but that's just one thing just we all know dc just doesn't have a better handle on its live action movies and on their on their cinematic universe but i just think it just gets a little too over hated and i will defend batman versus superman the movie till the day i die i know i think it's so over hated and there's definitely a lot of wrong things about it and things I would think they should have changed, but I accept it for what it is. And I think Ben Affleck did a great job of portraying his version or Zack Snyder's version of Batman. But I don't know. Sorry, I'm kind of just going off. But there's so many just different reasons why I think each have, you know, pros and cons. But now I kind of want to get... In, like more serious for a sec and I really was feeling I wrote my script and I wrote this huge long thing of really just how I felt and so just bear with me as I kind of just like just be personal and less biased right now Marvel is not better than DC 
and neither is DC better than Marvel. And like I said, unless we're counting like the movie movie wise, like the MCU just destroys the DC cinematic universe, you know. But Marvel mostly tells stories about like individuals who possess godlike power. Like some possess just powers, not necessarily godlike. Some of them are, do like Thor. But for the most part, Marvel's characters are human beings with flaws, which makes them more relatable and understandable. The villains of Marvel are, for the most part, like I think more than DC, are broken or flawed individuals with like, you know, a warped sense of morality or purpose. They've experienced things that are past that have shaped them for the for who they are. And some of the best villains in Marvel can sometimes be saved. And like even in the comics, Thanos, who's the biggest bad we've seen in Marvel, was once good at good at one time. And even Venom. And Venom's more of like an anti-hero. But he's like living proof of redemption. Definitely he like in the comics, he's Spider-Man, one of Spider-Man's biggest villains, but He's done some good, and the Venom symbiote has even bonded with people, and they later become became heroes. Venom, who we all see as a villain, can be good at times. But with DC, DC tells stories about gods. Pretty much godlike individuals trying to exist as humans, which is kind of different. Marvel's with humans possessing godlike abilities but these ones are dc's like gods trying to act like humans and you know and all the heroes we see in dc like superman superman has to hold back he always has to hold back because he's so strong flash has always has to hold back batman has the no kill rule he has to hold back cyborg has to hold back zatanna i know some of you might not know these characters but zatanna who has magic needs to hold back martian manhunter who's an alien he has to hold back green lantern has to hold back they're just they're just different and their best villains are just psychotic vile evil and rarely are rede- like redeemable in any way joker is the best example we there's definitely villains in marvel that are just pure evil but joker joker will always be known as one of the best villains and i think he is in a sense overrated in you know just a little bit but the vill- villains like Darkseid, the Reverse Flash, Joker, Black Manta, Sinestro, Doomsday, General Zod, Trigon, you know, I bet a lot of you probably don't even know some of those names. But these are all great examples of just pure, evil, vile, psychotic villains that are in DC. And that are just not redeemable. Even in this new Thor movie, Gore, the God Butcher... This might be a spoiler, so if you haven't seen Thor, warning. But it's just like he seemed to be the first one that was just evil. He just wanted to kill all these gods. But in the end, he was redeemed in in a way. So it's just different. And I'm not saying all characters in these two different universes fit this mold. But can you see, like, Carnage, the Spider-Man villain who's like Venom... Can you see Carnage as, like, a Batman villain? Or Mr. Freeze, a Batman villain, but as a Spider-Man villain? Can you swap them? Like, if Spider-Man and Batman were to switch swap villains, it would just be totally different. 
can you imagine Spider-Man fighting someone like the Joker? You know, you know, Spider. I don't know. It's just, it's just different. Like, how would Spider-Man deal with a foe like the Joker, or like Mister Freeze, or just these literal psychopaths that just murder people? Marvel characters are more relatable as heroes, like I said, than DC characters because they don't always have the powers to accomplish things. I feel like we always see in Marvel movies that the hero is struggling. Like, while Superman, the strongest, like, one of the strongest beings in all of DC, he's constantly holding back. But Spider-Man is just struggling. While Batman's just, like, always prepared. He's always got his belt. He's just always prepared. We always see Daredevil, for example, always just climbing uphill. He's always just pushing the rock uphill. He's always fighting. You know, while these characters, like... People with just um, just powers. Like, I feel like there's way more powered individuals in DC than in Marvel. These characters in DC are just loved and they're part of the Justice League, you know. But with Marvel and, like, mutants, for example, and X-Men, a lot of them are really just disturbed. That leads to one of just, like, a lot of questions. If Superman is so strong, why doesn't he... You know, do this. If Flash is if the Flash is so fast, why doesn't he do this? You know, I feel like those are those are questions in DC that aren't really talked about in Marvel. You, I don't know. This may be my own opinion, but you can totally see Spider Man becoming evil. You know, we've all seen different versions of that, like. I don't know, and sometimes that has to do with Marvel has to be do with like the multiverse and things like that. But like, I could totally see Spider-Man becoming evil, just like Aunt May dies or things like that, you know. But evil Superman and evil Wonder Woman, it just doesn't make sense because these characters have been shown over and over again to be infallible. They just have been shown to have the strongest will. I know Spider-Man might be a bad example because he has such a strong will to defy the odds, you know? And I feel like in DC especially, that concept is always thrown around that these characters have the strongest willpower. And that's what Green Lantern is. With Green Lantern, I don't know if any of you guys that are listening are familiar with Green Lantern, but his powers come from his will. The stronger his will is, the stronger his powers are. And there's different lanterns. Like, there, instead of green lanterns, like a blue lantern, where their powers come from hope. And there's a yellow lantern, where their power comes from fear. So there's different. But I feel like, especially in DC, the, the strongest will, people with just such strong will, is just thrown around a lot. And I feel like that's why people root for Marvel characters more, but admire dc flash is breaking you know the speed barrier just going so fast to just save the day and it's so admirable but spider-man there's a comic this is from a comic but spider-man lifting at one point spider-man was in this like underwater like facility 
and it started to cave in and Aunt May was in there and people were gonna die. So he literally had to lift up this huge thing with so much water coming pressure, like water pressure coming down on him. He had to lift so much weight to be able to save everyone. So it's like, even though the Flash has to push himself to like go as fast as he can to save the day, Spider-Man lifting insane amounts of weight or like doing the impossible to save to make up for his mistakes or prevent people from dying even if it means his life is on the line will always always be more inspiring uplifting and relatable and again i think that has to do with people just liking these marvel characters more but unfortunately one of the biggest problems with dc is sometimes how you continue to write stories you know, someone like Batman is kind of easy. He's not strong enough to solve everything. He's a human and he makes mistakes, but Superman, you know, give give me one character flaw that Superman has, just one. You know, people are gonna say like, oh, he holds back. You know, he always tries to do the right thing, but then think of someone else like the Flash, for example. What are some of his flaws? You know, it could be he's too nice, or again, like he holds back, or he believes in people too much. Like Superman, he always sees the good in people and always thinks people can change. I know there's people like that in Marvel too, but I feel like that's such a huge concept with these DC characters, and especially Superman. The writers try to give these DC characters more relatable flaws, but when you do that, you fundamentally change these characters. Now, there's a version of Superman called... Well, there's this video game and a comic series too called Injustice, where during in this, the Joker killed Superman's wife, an unborn child, and Superman lost it, and he killed the Joker. And then he later becomes a dictator and tries to take over the world and starts killing people. But that version of Superman is not Superman, in my opinion, at least. Because like I said, the, the concept of will has always been thrown around DC, and especially with Superman. Superman may be depressed. You know, he's sad, his wife just died. You know, but he has been shown time and time again to push past himself and to save people that are in need. Now, I know that was probably a big rant, and I, you know, I shouldn't apologize. This is my podcast. I can say whatever I want. You know, you know what I mean? That, I hope that doesn't sound bad. But, you know, this is something that I... It's a not a difficult, you know, subject. But it's something that I think people need to realize. There's people that just love Marvel with all their hearts and don't even give DC a chance. And that's such a kind of dumb for me to say that. Like, give it a chance. It sounds something like like I'm talking about, I don't know, something really, really important. But, and these are just superheroes. These are just stories. But there's something to learn from each of these in its own way. I fundamentally believe that me growing up with characters like these superheroes and reading these comics, watching these stories has genuinely shaped my life. Being able to relate to these men and women in these stories has 
honestly made me, you know, want to be them. They've changed me. And so when people just like bag on superhero movies or bag on comic books because they're nerdy or, you know, just you don't realize that these stories can change people. And I know I'm getting a little sidetracked from just, you know, which is better, Marvel or DC, but I think both of them in their own way have good things about them both. Now with me, when people say, when people just find out I love comic books and I love superheroes, they're like, who is your favorite superhero? Me personally, I instantly think of like five DC comic characters. DC characters. I love Superman. I love Shazam. I love Flash. I love, some of you might not know, and we're actually going to see him in the new Black Adam movie. I love Dr. Fate. I love a character called John Constantine. I love Green Lantern. I love so many people. And I just like, just because I grew up with them. I grew up watching these animated movies, you know, and I just instantly think of them. And I'm not as quick with Marvel characters, to be honest. I love Marvel to death, you know, but there are things that hold me back on certain things. I love comic Thor. I don't love the Mar- the movie Thor. Sorry. Uh, I love Spider-Man. I'll always love Spider-Man. He is the face of Marvel. I also love characters in Marvel like Ghost Rider. You might not be familiar with that character, but I think he is a great, great character. There's so many characters that I just like, but just DC is one that has always held true to me. And people are like, oh my gosh. People honestly just give me such crap for that. Especially people who have never even watched a DC movie. They've only watched Marvel their whole life. And that's too bias. If you are one of these people that have never really seen a DC movie, like some of the only DC movies, like my family, for example, have seen is like The Dark Knight. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Returns. Those are really the only ones they've seen. And of course, the DC live-action movies aren't the greatest. But I think we just need to give them a chance. And some, and so I, what I think is the best, one of the best, some of the best DC movies that we've gotten is Wonder Woman. Not Wonder Woman 2. That movie was atrocious. It was a horrible. But Wonder Woman, I loved Batman versus Superman. And I think everyone should give it a chance Man of Steel, the Superman movie, is incredible, and I love that movie. And not the 2017 version of Justice League, but Zack Snyder's Justice League that came out last year. I know it's like a four-hour movie, but you can watch it in increments, you know. I think those are the greatest DC movies we've gotten. Oh, and Shazam. Shazam. I loved Shazam, and people give it crap. The Aquaman movie was not very good, you know. I'm probably missing some, but... If you do want to learn more about these characters, go watch these movies. And if you're feeling up to it and you can push past, like, your adult feelings of, like, oh, I shouldn't watch an animate, something animated, go on HBO Max and go watch these DC animated movies. The ones that I will recommend the most are Batman, Under the Red Hood, uh, Justice League, Flashpoint Paradox, Justice League War, Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 and 2. So those are broken up into two different movies. There's so many, and I can't. I will just 
I just recommend all of them. They're all good in their own way, and some of them are like continuations of like one single story, but a lot of them are their own their own story, you know. Just go watch them. Just go past your Marvel fanboyness. <laughs> just go watch these movies. I know I sound so stupid just talking about it, but these things mean so much to me. And I have a, a good friend. His name is Keaton. And he, well, he told me, told me that he listened to this podcast. And he told me that he went and uh, listened to my episode about Batman Under the Red Hood animated movie. And he had never seen that movie and he listened to it. And he, he told me that he heard my conviction of that movie and was motivated i should say to go watch that movie and he said he watched it and he said he loved it and i'm not taking any credit for that you know that's not something i should take credit for but he said he wouldn't have watched that unless i recommended it and he loved it please just keep any for listening to this shout out to you but <laughs> but really though that's why i made this podcast these things just mean a lot to me and it infuriates it not infuriates me it just makes me a little angry when people don't give them a chance or criticize them too much and of course technically now i am a movie critic because now i'm on i'm a content creator i should say where i do critique movies and talk about things i didn't like and like but and maybe that makes me biased in a way but these movies mean a lot to me and so please go watch them please just give them a chance or just go to a comic book store. Go pick up a comic and read one. Just expand your horizon. Explore these new stories in this new world of mainly DC that you don't know or even Marvel. Go pick up a comic. Go watch YouTube videos of people talking about these comics or superheroes and just go learn about them. They're incredible. They have shaped my life in, in so many ways. And I think they have shaped... Really, just like who I am, what my personality is. And I'll be forever grateful for them. And it took me a long time in my life to get past being, I don't know, being self-conscious about being a nerd. I know collecting comics, you know, it can be one of the, what people think is one of the nerdiest things you can do. But it took me a long time to just own up to the fact that I am a nerd. And I like being a nerd. I like being able to know what these superheroes names are their backstory who they are you know i relish the fact that i just love being a nerd now and so so there's something holding you back just expand your horizon and go watch these movies sorry i'm ranting a little bit but this topic is very important to me and you know i think that's all i wanted to say dc versus marvel it's not really a fight. <laughs> it's more of an understanding of each of their values and pros and cons. And so if you're still headstrong to say like Marvel's better in so many ways, explore it a little bit and see if you're right. And maybe you can appreciate these DC characters the way I do someday. Now I think that's where I'm going to wrap up my episode. I'm sorry I listened back to the la this last section, just like what I just said a little bit. And I think I got a little too close to the mic sometimes so you can hear my P's really strong, like, it's probably doing it now. I, you know, I'm still trying to figure out the best way, how far away from the mic I need to be. So 
if you have been listening to my previous episodes, thank you for being patient. And, you know, I'm working on it. This is podcasts are a lot of times a work in progress. But thank you very much if you listened to this episode and you've gotten this far in the episode. You know, I've definitely listened to episodes of podcasts where I only get like halfway through and then I stop. But if you are listening to this episode and you liked it, thank you very much. And it would mean the world to me if you could leave follow me and leave a review. You, it could be one stars, it could be three stars, five stars, that'd be great. And even write a review. That would mean so much to me. And if you hate this, still just write a review. <laughs> I don't, if anyone hated this episode, they probably haven't even gotten to this part, you know. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope that I can continue making episodes like this every other day and just be constant with how many episodes I'm coming out with. But thank you very much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.